What's up, guys? This is episode two of SaceCast with the Transitionals. Um, my name is Jason Lin. I'm Andy Yi. I'm Winnie Yang. I'm Tony Ni. Nee. And I'm Andrew Dioki. And, well, everyone just got introduced. <laughs> <laughs> well, with our introduction out of the way, it's been, what, three to four weeks since our last SaceCast episode? So I think a lot has happened in our lives, and a lot has happened with SACE in general. So I want to recap a little bit what has what has happened with SACE since. I think what's on everyone's mind is SACE exchange. That was really successful. So what's everyone's opinion on it? So I think it was like really fun, except the fact that I wish I could have, I should have like taken a break definitely, because I was doing henna all the time and I wasn't able to see everyone's booth and stuff um i think jason's booth was really fun like the one with the, with the nerf, nerf gun guns range. nerf guns that was yeah. like i was doing henna next to him and i was like like i i, I hear jason's tears like oh let's go and i was like sounds pretty fun i'm his not there yeah, his voice <laughs> is like projecting over the entire mandela room that was really nice to hear actually yeah but um food wise i think i tried the the drink the coffee no no the tea the The thai tea was really nice it was really good i asked like like lance asked if i wanted anything and i asked for the tea because like i heard stories about it it was really good um yeah stories of the labor the night before (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I wanted to taste that sweet (laughs) sweet the sweet sweaty labor we are keeping that part in. <laughs> I was, uh, well, we were all making the coffee in the Thai Sea at Serena's house, and it hit like 2 a.m., and I was completely dead. Yeah. But Serena was like, Yeah, I can keep going. I can, yeah, you guys go home. We can do this. I, I don't know how this girl survives on that little sleep. Yeah, honestly. Serena's a beast. She's just built different, man. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Serena for letting us use her place to make coffee and tea. Let's yeah. go, Serena! I think sex exchange turned out <clears throat> way better than we all expected. Or, <clears throat> or did we all have the expectation that was going to be amazing? Because I know until it happened, I didn't believe in it. I, will, I won't lie. Yeah, me Damn. too. I was really worried that people were just going to come in and grab the food and leave without looking at activities or the booth. But um, a good chunk of people stayed for a pretty long time. And mm-hmm. that's like what I'm pretty happy about. Yeah, I think some people also volunteered to help with the henna too. That was like really yeah. nice. And like the henna designs as well was so fun. It was a whole bunch of uh, Among Us memes. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys I, I, know. I don't know if I still have it on my hand, but I remember someone drew an Among Us on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like really cute. I drew a really realistic phallic uh, body part on someone's arm, like a really realistic oh. one, like like from <laughs> the entire forearm. It was quite nice. Please <laughs> don't say what. Was that with consent? Oh yeah, I, I mean Jackson drew one, and I I was I volunteered. I was like, I'll draw another one. It'll be realistic though. And they said, mm-hmm. "Bet." You know, I, I had all the details down, all the fine details. You know, every hair follicle, everything was there. Every hair follicle. <laughs> it was quite nice. Whoever with that consent. was, uh, with, with consent. consent, and whoever that was, I hope you liked it. I hope you didn't wash it off. <laughs> Honestly, you don't have, even if it's like just on there for a few like seconds or minutes. I mean, it stays for a while. Mm. Like, I remember it took, like, three days for mine to just wash out. You should tag to it next time. <clears throat> like, a henna, a henna design, and just... Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I 
Wait, what was everyone's favorite food? I didn't if get to eat, eat a lot of the food. Uh, yeah, neither did I. The fried rice, admittedly, wasn't that amazing. Kind of yeah. bland, not gonna lie. I did like the what? What was the Yaki thing that? Uh, what was the thing that the Cheyennes group? I was Bangladesh. Oh, the Bangladesh yeah. stuff. Too. I don't know so what that's Jow, called. Something yeah, like, something, something like that. It was really good. I liked it. Jalmarie? So I'm mm. a chicken. It was so spicy. I could not handle that kind of spice. Cheyenne, if I you're came listening, into sriracha. I'm sorry. People hate... Apparently, you said people hated it, but the a s- lot of people also liked it, too. Yeah. yeah. But I, I heard one of my s- housemates that came, he said that that was probably his favorite food. That was my Aww. favorite. Aww. But I heard the sample size was like five. Yeah. It was a small <laughs> sample size, you know? It's slightly biased. It's just five people out of like... Yeah, when yeah. I was um, also preparing that, um, I could smell the spice, and I was like, I cannot eat this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really spicy. I think they added a whole bunch of peppers in there, too. I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, anyway. Anyways, I'm very excited to see uh, Six Change get this popular, so I hope we continue it to do it the next year and the year after, and hopefully it becomes like a stage traditional, you know? Yeah, honestly, for like the first big event that Stace has hosted, I think that it was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. I think it's really nice to do something that's really cultural rather than something that's always professional, you know? I, mm-hmm. It shows that, you know, Stace could have a lot of fun too. We're not just a professional board. We're not just a professional club that does panels, engineering and scientists. Mm-hmm. We also just want to show culture diversity. Yeah, and creating mm-hmm. the artwork too is also really fun. No, the Stace, the Stace nights together, right, guys? The weekend spend. The weekends. Yeah. 10 a.m. in the morning. Am I right? Am I right? I know. I think it's fun. It was just such a short amount of time that we had together to work on it that made it a little bit more difficult. I think if we had more time, like several weeks, and we didn't have, because it was so short on time, we had to come on just basically every Saturday, or else we fall behind a lot. So if it was mm-hmm. spread out more and we didn't have to come every Saturday, I think it would have been a lot nicer. But like, and part of that's just better planning. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a better planning. But it's for the first one. I'm really proud that we even got that down. Yeah. yeah for the future, for the next Six Exchange, hopefully we can get a more organized schedule and it could be better than ever. Yeah. Of course. I Let's hope go. The MRC would sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the past out of the way, I want to talk about the present and the future. And maybe a little bit of pass again. <laughs> so, Easter break is coming up. It's not. It's a, it's just a long weekend. But is anyone planning to go home, meet their family, or do anything fun, go on a retreat? I can't wait to go back, um, see some family, see my freaking turtle. <laughs> you have a turtle? I do. Yeah. How um, old? How big? What's the name? Well, is it snapping? It's a red-eared slider. Um, raised it since it was a little tiny um <laughs> it's quite big now i'd say it's it's like a good um say maybe like a length of your hand oh, but you got big hands Jason. Okay. <laughs> yeah and you know stuff like that but um yeah looking forward to that also want to um boot up my pc it's just sitting there unused collecting dust yeah, i would like to dust. go back to the topic of turtles and tell everyone how I had a turtle when I was young, and um, it died because I thought my mom was feeding it, but my mom thought I was feeding it, so oh. we started to death. Okay, continue. Oh, no. Oh, Next Kind of reminds me of, like, when I was... <laughs> I I actually... My parents were really, like, um, hesitant on giving us pets because she's like, you guys can't take care of yourself. How are you, how are you guys going to take care of, like, another pet? You no. Know? So I was like, 
Um, we started really small with the beta fish. Um, let's just say it didn't it didn't go well. I know so I, was, I don't think we're gonna get any pets anytime soon. I'm saying. <laughs> when I was younger, I had two turtles, and uh, it was good for a while. And then one night, I think we left like the top of its. This uh, yeah. cage open, oh. and uh, it might have ran away. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> Both title. of them. And then I remember, like a week later, we found one of them walking outside in our backyard. No oh, way! My God. <laughs> oh, massive! I don't know how it survived, but yeah. Uh, my previous turtle that passed away. <gasps> um, I somehow found it on the balcony, just chilling one day. Like, I was I was on the balcony, just admiring the weather, and I look in the corner, and it's just big f***er just sitting there looking at me, like. I'm like, how does a turtle get up here? And then I go back inside to check on the tank. And the guy's not there. <laughs> so Wait, what are your, like, turtles' names? Oh, I do not remember. I was, like, five. Max. <laughs> so cute. So, I had a pet rabbit. <gasps> yeah, it was a little albino rabbit, red eyes, you know. Uh, tragic story, that was, you know... So it's, you know, warm summers. I think it was spring. It's actually not summer. It was spring, so it was warm. And we wanted to, like, you know, be outside. You know, animals aren't meant to be indoors. They're meant to be outdoors. It's not It's not domesticated. So, you know, I was like, let's live in a cage, but let's live in a backyard, you know, to, like, you know, get a little summer air, spring air. I come out the next morning, and it's not in the cage. <laughs> oh, no. And, you know, there's a bit of fur everywhere, you know. Uh-oh. And then my parents are like, well, maybe it ran away. But it can't run away from a cage. It wasn't a big rabbit. So we were like, well, I think they knew what happened, but I was kind of just stupid. Wait, what happened? The bunny just escaped, let's just say. Let's just say he (laughs) went to the ranch. (laughs) Well, my dad ended up finding the remains. And I think like a local fox or like something got to it, which somehow got to the backyard, which was kind of weird because the backyard was fenced off. So I don't know how this thing got in. But that's but since then, I have not got another pet because my parents don't believe I could take care of one. But that wasn't really my fault, you know. It was a collaborative effort, and we all collaboratively overlooked this fact. Overlooked that could happen. Oh. I know currently I have a cat. Her name's Nala. Oh, you should bring bring him to bring him to say something. I I can't. It's my brother's cat, and she will not leave him. Honestly, every time I go home, the only time she'll spend time with me is when my brother's at work. Uh, you're your option too. I am. I'm. I'm, I'm the second choice. <laughs> we also have um a sace, sace pet. You know, flurry. Oh, flurry. Right? I love flurry. Flurry's amazing. So cute. Flurry's the dude, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's a he. It's a he. Oh, My Anna! Flurry. How dare you torture flurry? <laughs> <laughs> the first time I was at Anna's place, right? Uh, she fed flurry hot sauce. <gasps> oh. Nah, it wasn't hey, hot, sauce. Likes hot sauce. Oh no, God. that cat, no. that cat was suffering from that. And I think oh, it was, no. a, I think it was like a chili pepper or something that was stuck on his tongue. <gasps> yeah. Oh no. oh no. It was terrible. Have you guys ever felt a cat's tongue? It's, it's like, like it's. I, I've it's gotten licked right? by one before. Yeah, it's, it's like, like sandpaper. It hurts. It's like sandpaper. Yeah. All yeah. big cats have um, spiky tongues, like cheetahs, lions. Ooh. I'm assuming it helps them just like eat and drink, because it adds little like texture and grip. And when they clean themselves. That too. I think it adds surface area, so it helps, you know, dissolve things faster. I don't know. I'm stupid. <laughs> Science. You sound smart when you said surface area. Mm-hmm. Math. It's and it's, it adds, you know, uh, 
what is it like? You guys ever do the lab in uh, biology where you you cut a bunch of agar into cubes and then you try to like drain the color out of it and what tends the one with the more surface area drains faster. No. I've never done that, but I think I've like seen like a lecture about surface area and stuff like that. So like I kind of understand what you're talking about, yeah. but at the same time, like I've never done that. It sounds really cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool experiments to do to show concepts that are really stupid. Save <laughs> save save those concepts for like maybe future states events. Shakes exchange idea. <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Safety. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, I just wanted to say, um, for my weekend, I- I'm actually not going back, but um, I want to like. Ugh, hold on, sorry. Take your time. Um, I'm actually not going back, but um, I've heard that Flurry is gonna take residence in Brian's place. So maybe Ryan, like, please take care of Flurry. Can I come over? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not going back, so maybe I'll come pop by too. Yeah, let's go. I am not going back either. Well, damn, <laughs> that might change or that might not change. It's ninety percent not going back, ten percent going back, because there's no reason for me to go back anymore. There was, but now there's not. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Oh no, I was just going back to be, see my girlfriend, but then she like, oh, man, I come back. Just because she's busy, and I'm like, well, then why would I go back, you know? I don't uh, celebrate Easter, and if I go back, it's hectic. I'll go back, I'll sleep for a day, and run, rush to get back the next day. That's just not worth it. Why don't you just visit her in school? Because it's in Massachusetts, and that's four hours away. And? That's your girlfriend, Bob. That's yeah. true. I could, why, wait, why don't... Give her a little surprise. Wait, that, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That never hit me. It never hit me that I can make that trip. <laughs> that's crazy. Wait, I'm, I'm a terrible like, human how being. How far is it for you to get back home? Uh... From here? Yeah, it's like three hours, right? Uh, from her, from here to her school will be like... No, no, but from your home, I'm saying. Oh, from my house to her place? No, like, from here to your house. Oh, like two and a half hours. Yeah, so it's like, think of yeah. it as double that to go see her. That, that, that's worth it. You know, you know what? I have not thought about this. Thanks for lying to me. Mm-hmm. I'm really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I think anything that's past three hours just makes me like, oh, what a pain to drive. What about you, Mandy? Are you going back for... The yeah, weekend? I I run back every chance I get, but I also have to go back this time because I have like my um, dentist. She's holding mm-hmm. my like other trays. Like in, in, when you do get Invisalign, you have mm-hmm. multiple trays, and like they would usually give you the first two or three, mm-hmm. and then you have to go back for the second, um, like for the rest. So I have to go back and get my the rest of my trays. Do and you recommend oh. a shit ton of bubble tea? But <laughs> do you recommend Invisalign? Just asking for someone. Not for me. Yes, I've had both the <laughs> traditional braces before mm-hmm. and um, Invisalign. Like the thing about Invisalign, you can't just eat anything. Um, like whenever you want, you have to take it off. But then with traditional braces, you can just like shove whatever you want in your mouth anytime. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. will Invisalign fix your teeth? Let's say um, if you uh, play sports and you collide into people for like for fun. Are just, you planning to collide? Well, into well we people? used to do it, and, and it fucked up the teeth. I feel like Invisalign is for mild cases, but I'm just speaking out of my ass too. I'm not a dentist, so. Something for further Future research. Future dentist? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I had braces. Well, shout out to my orthodontist. Told me two years and I had them for five years. 
amazing man. <laughs> absolutely scammy. If I knew, his- <laughs> bro, absolutely scammy. He said, "Oh no, it looks like you know, it's a, it's uh, it's a very interesting case of an overbite, you know." Yeah, we're looking at like you know a two-year treatment plan. Uh, five years later, he's like, "Ah, oh, it's about time we get it off." And I was like, "Oh, that's very cool of you." You know, I would have still gotten braces even if he told me it's five years, but he didn't have to make bring my hopes up, you know. Because after two years, I was like, "Am I gonna get them off?" And he's like, "We have just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more." Three years later, it's been. Oh, I think I think you have like two sessions left. Wait, I'm part of the same club. My first um, orthodontist, she actually screwed up my teeth. Um, like, ev- everything was straight, but the bite wasn't lined up. Um, so that's why I had to get it again. Yeah, but, like, I, like, didn't know some- anything was wrong with, with my teeth until my molars started hurting. And I was like, oh, my God, do I have cavities? So I went into a dentist, and he took a look, and he's like, oh. And I was like, is it root canal? And he's like, no, I just need to get braces again. Oh, Ooh. I cry. Yeah. That sucks. I've never had braces. Hopefully, never will. Let me see your teeth. They're pretty good. Yeah, I had a really bad overbite. It was terrible. I look, I'm an X-ray. I look like an actual like monkey. <laughs> no, like I had a monkey. Like if you took my X-ray and put it next to a monkey, right, and you get rid of the whatever human features left on me, it'd be like, oh, that's a <laughs> monkey. <laughs> it was such a bad overbite. It was embarrassing. I think he laughed when he saw my overbite on the X-ray. I don't, I don't know if he laughed at my pictures of like on my face. Or if he laughed at my ex, but I know he laughed at me when he looked at my file because he was like, "You what?" <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tony. I mean, God bless that because braces actually changed my life because I was very chubby as a kid. No, not chubby. I was straight up fat. You know, I was like dying in my sleep. That's how fat I was. <laughs> no, like my parents were actually worried about my health. Like they t- they confronted me about this. You know, like both my parents sat me down and said, "Tony, we need to talk about your diets and like your health because." We hear you sleeping, and it sounds like you're physically dying when you're sleeping. Because <laughs> it sounds like you can't breathe because of the weight that is on your body. And I was like, nah, I'm fine. <laughs> and when I got braces, right, uh, I ended up changing my diet. And I dropped weight incredibly fast. Holy crap. I think, what did you cut out? Uh, well, first of all, I couldn't eat a lot of food. So, Such as? Well, whenever I got braces, when I first got braces, okay, it was when the rubber bands came in, really. Oh, I had, like... Because of my overbite, right, I had the strongest rubber bands. And that oh. was the, like, the rubber bands were, like, the super thick ones. They hurt so bad, I couldn't eat for, like, a month. Like, first week, I could barely chew. Yeah. And it, it was annoying to take the rubber bands out. So I was like, you know what, I won't eat. Yeah, because, like, even if when you take them out, it feels really sore, right? So yeah. you can't really bite anything, like, hard. Yeah, it's, it was terrible. And I remember every time that I got braces for the first two, I mean, every time I got myself tightened, right, the first two weeks, the first two weeks after tightening, I wouldn't eat anything with a lot of calories because I couldn't. Mostly yogurt, ice cream, uh, like a lot of broths and soups. Ice cream. So, <laughs> it's basically just like soft foods. Yeah, I ate yeah. a lot of soft foods, basically. Uh, yeah, that, when you like, if you diet for like two weeks every month, right, you actually drop a lot of weight pretty fast if you're really big. Speaking of, like, teeth, though, like, wisdom teeth. Did you guys get your wisdom teeth removed? I'm getting them out next month. I have not, but my brother has. Do you need to, though? I don't think so. Uh, I have any issues yet, so. I have no idea what wisdom teeth is. <laughs> but Jason. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> no, you should check with the dentist, like orthodontist. I had all, um, all of mine removed, um, and... Like, one of my wisdom teeth in the bottom, when they removed it, it left a really big hole. Um, and, like, food would get stuck 
in the hole every single day. <laughs> so I had to pick them out with a toothpick. Oh. That's so disgusting. But get yeah. a water pick and just like sp- spray it out. <laughs> I have a water pick. Dentists love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One out of nine dentists does not recommend this podcast. <laughs> I would. I had uh, four teeth extracted for to get braces, and I need to get all four of my wisdom teeth extracted again. And it's the getting teeth extracted is the worst experience ever because you're so vulnerable. You know, like the thing is, you have like a so for two of my teeth, they were really they had they were on roots that were super sensitive. So I need to go to a um, I need to go to a surgeon for it. Mm. And then like you know, I'm laying down like, oh, it's the teeth extraction. Walk comes in like five nurses and a doctor, and I'm like, whoa, oh what God. is this? Like, I, like I went from, you know, they can get my teeth out, whatever. And then they start, and it, I still remember, I was, it hurt, and I was like, ow, ow, and he was like, shh. <laughs> I was like, okay, doc, I, I'm trying to communicate to you. I'm in pain. The anesthetics may not be working, and he was like, shh. So for my wisdom teeth, I'm gonna try to get knocked out for that one, cause I don't want to go through that again. And the local shots hurt. The needles are long, and the injections on your gums like hurt a lot. Yeah, mm. so that's why I just request like for general anesthesia every single mm. time. Yeah, mm. damn. I have yeah, no I pain think, tolerance. I honestly don't think I've ever been put under general anesthesia yet. I've never been. It's um, like you know how in a TV they just show you that like you kind of fade into darkness. Yeah. When I like the few times I went under general anesthesia, it's but you don't fade. You just like black out all of a sudden. It's like three, two, one, bam. Really? Yeah. And everything blacks out. I have this really deep-rooted fear. Like, when you get local, it's not that you black out. You're, they cut off your, it cuts off your memory for that period of time. So you still feel everything subconsciously, but you won't remember at all. So you still feel all the pain, but you just don't remember it. Like a deep, like a trauma. No way. That, that's my fear. But, you like, maybe you are knocked out, but they haven't necessarily numbed, numbed you out yet, right? So you're still feeling all the pain, but you can't express it because you've been quote unquote knocked out. And when you wake up, you're like, "Hey, cause you're I'm old. not gonna think about that." Oh shit! Tonight. That reminds me. Um, in seventh grade, I fractured my leg. Oh my oh. god! Who did it? Okay. What happened? I was um ice skating at Central Park. Oh. It was a beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful day. Aww. Um, you know, your boy had a little slip up, and uh, <laughs> ended up in the hospital. Okay. Um. Damn, they freaking numbed me up, and um, I swear to God, during the procedure, I could feel them like pushing my like my legs together. <laughs> Wait, they, that's how they fix fractures? Yeah, well, what? and it wasn't like a full fracture. It was like, um, think of it as like broken half. They just wanted to like set oh my it back God. in place. So, I was under anesthesia, but yeah. apparently they didn't numb me enough. So, <gasps> I was just like, well, my. Obviously, you're sleeping, but you can still feel it. Like, I could feel his hands, like, fucking with the legs. And, um, dude, what I saw was just, like, I was going through the Matrix. Like, (laughs) 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 shapes of all types were popping out of nowhere. Oh, my God. It was a cool experience. You should have sued him. (laughs) No, um, apparently I had to go back um, for a fall on surgery because... This fall? No, no, um, well... Following month for a check. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna talk about it. But uh, let's just say uh, it was a great time. Great time at the hospital. Shout out, shout out to hospitals, guys. Shout out to hospitals. (laughs) 
True. Know, I remember when I was younger, like I broke my finger, but like I was, I think I was riding a scooter, like on a sidewalk, and you know how sometimes trees when they grow, like the roots under the sidewalk, it'll lift it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I hit one of those, and like I completely fell forward, and like oh I landed on my hands, and oh. my finger kind of bent backwards. Oh my oh, shit! No. Yeah. That is crazy. That's sick. And I remember at first I was just like, damn, like it hurts. I went to my dad, whatever, and like for a day though, I didn't like we didn't go to the hospital. Yeah. And then the next day, I remember waking up and like my finger was purple. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah. So like the next day, we kind of we went to the hospital and they were like, "Yeah, it's broken." <gasps> and uh, I had to wear like a sling to like I guess help with the blood flow. Yeah. I remember like that was like the week before school started in like seventh or eighth grade. I bet you got a lot of signatures. It wasn't a cast though; it was just a sling. Oh wow! Yeah, I like that cast is cool. A sling is like loose. It's like getting like headgear, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know sling people. I learned it in class. The thing is, like, damn, people thought my arm was broken, and I'm just like, no, it's just for my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine how this would feel like. Oh no, Andrew, your arm, and then you're like, nah, it's my finger. Yeah, at, one, at one point, I just let them ride with it. Like, I was just like, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> Crazy man. But I remember I thought it was so embarrassing that I was riding a scooter. So I, was just like, I remember I like, I forgot what story I made up, but I made up a story, like a fake story of how I broke my finger. Well, now they all know. <laughs> if anyone from my middle school is watching this or listening to this, you don't know me. So Andrew did a 360 backflip onto a car, but only his, his only one finger got hurt. <laughs> only one finger. It could have been a lot worse. Well, I also like my nose was like. It didn't break somehow, but it was really like bloody because like the top of it, I guess I scraped it. Yeah, it was pretty much just a bad scrape. Okay, you looked badass. Nah, I looked terrible. (laughs) I looked like I got hit by a truck. Oh my god. (laughs) What happened to this kid? (laughs) Wait, I do have a question. Did your parents ever get mad at you for getting injured? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. See, it's so funny because like, I'm like, shouldn't you feel like oh no, but they're like, you idiot, why would you hurt yourself? And I'm like, I, I, it's like, well, duh, I, why would I hurt myself? Like, I wish I didn't either. It's like, no purpose, mom. <laughs> no, no, so just to spite you, you know, I do myself out the room. <laughs> I guess just like that worrying instinct in them, they're like, why, why did this happen? But they just put all the blame on you. Yeah, they yeah. don't realize it. Now, one time I was, I had my, so I was, we had a refrigerator in my restaurant, right? That had a really loose door. So it would just like slam, right? So I grabbed the water bottle and I forgot about that. And then like it slammed my finger and my finger was like bleeding, like it was bleeding on inside the nail bed. And I, w- I got really dizzy from that. Cause like, it was just so, un- so unexpected. So I told my parents about it and they yelled at me cause they were like, why, why did you, why did they let, why did you let it hit you? And I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> I was, I was like, you're going to get mad at me. There's so many instances of me getting hurt. Like just being, being a kid, you know? I mean, they'll yell at me for being a kid, and I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, I guess I won't get hurt. Like, I didn't expect that either. Anyone got similar experiences that's getting yelled at? Um, oh, no, no, no. It was just like a similar story to Tony. Um, So, I tend to, like, I don't know why, but as a kid, I tend to touch, like, bark and, like... <laughs> I don't know what I was doing as a kid. It was like trees and stuff. And I was like, yeah. And then like, I would sometimes get like splinters. And then um, like, at first I thought it was okay to have it. But then like, when you like touch around, it like hurts. Yeah. And then when I go to like my parents, they're like, why would you touch the tree? Why are you you playing around like that? And I'm like, 
I don't know either. <laughs> my question is like, how did so your parents dumb. usually get the splinter out? Because I know my they parents, take a needle. Yeah, like and they then take they... the, the like a needle from like a yeah. sewing kit or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They just, yeah. just like poke it out and then just take oh it out. Oh my god. Like, why did, did, did he do different? Teeth? I didn't get that many. Well, we had an, I just you know plucker. They used to pluck that out. Oh, uh, like tweezers. Yeah, tweezers. Yeah, that's what they call. It's hard sometimes. Like, tweezers are yeah. Can't yeah. really get it. Yeah. I, I just yeah. learned to just that shut was... up whenever I get hurt because I'm just like I just deal with myself. Because if I ask them for help, they're just gonna yell at me. So it's like I'll deal with it myself. He's <laughs> traumatized. I just have like the weirdest injuries that's happened to me, and I'm just like they don't they don't need to know about this. I think like eventually I'm like. It's gotten to a point where I was like, I get hurt, and I'm just like, just deal with it. And I was just like, it doesn't hurt that bad. This yeah. is okay. It's not like hospital bad. I will say, though, ever since I've gotten older, they've cared a lot more, like, about mm-hmm. my, me getting injured. Because I remember I got, so during, like, New Year's, right? Not New, mm-hmm. not, like, last New Year's. No, 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 the last time I was home. Okay, I got, like, a splinter from, like, wooden chopsticks, and my mom was like, oh, no. And I was like, where was this when I was four? <laughs> That's when I mean, when I needed when I needed this warmth the most. You said no. I'm I, I, I'm grown ass now. I'm all grown up. You know, I don't need that anymore. Okay, you're still like, you're still you're still her baby. Your mom's like, my son's growing old now. He needs to provide for me in a few years. Allowance. <laughs> it's time to start being nice to them. <laughs> About time. Wait, Jason, you were gonna say something earlier? Oh yeah. Um, same thing, man. Uh, my parents used to, I don't know they would get pissed at me, but they would just be like physically annoyed. <laughs> <that I didn't. laughs> um, so I just kind of learned to suck it up and deal with it. So uh, every time I'd sprain an ankle, I'd just be like, oh, uh, I don't feel like walking today, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is some inter- intergenerational trauma. <laughs> I got know for me. I, I grew up playing soccer, and I remember at like games, whenever I would get injured, I tried to like just brush it off. Cause not even just my parents, my coach too. He would just be like, "You're good, right?" And I'll be like, oh, "Yeah, I guess so." And I just like play through the pain whenever I like all fall. I had the same coaches too. Yeah. They were like, "Oh, you just crash into three people running full speed at you. You're fine. Just get up. <laughs> Go walk it off. They Take said, a lap. Yeah. <laughs> glad get some water." <laughs> You know, a bag of ice, five minutes, and you're ready to go back. Oh, my God. That reminds me of, like, school nurses. <gasps> ice bags were the problem solver. Literally, you have a broken foot, ice bag. You <laughs> feel they, sick in your stomach, ice bag. Just I mean, to everything. be fair, right, they aren't even allowed to administer, like, uh, Tylenol or Ibofurin. Even if they mm-hmm. are registered nurses, they aren't allowed to. But they were awesome because they'll let you just sleep in a nurse's office to skip class. Oh, yeah. yeah that is yeah. true. Look, I always did well in my Spanish class in high school, right? But there was this one time that I just, like, did not... I didn't remember some of the terms because it was a lot of, like, conjugation I don't remember. So I was like, she, the teacher likes me. I've always been to her class. I've always gotten 100. So she won't get suspicious if I, like, skip a class. But I don't want to skip on my mm-hmm. record. So I was like, oh, I got a really bad stomach ache. <laughs> so I went to the nurse, and the nurse is like, do you want to lay down? I was like, yeah, can I lay down for an hour? And that's when I found out that you... She will sign you out for a full hour, so you'd be excused. So if you look at your attendance records, right, it'd be, it's an excuse, sick. And you could go back to class as if nothing happened. Yeah, I remember sometimes, like, when I, I wouldn't even be absent, but, like, teachers would just mark me absent on accident. <laughs> and then my parents would get that phone call, and, oh, my God, would I not hear the end of it? They would think <laughs> I was skipping. I was like, no, I promise you, call the school. I was there. The teacher <laughs> saw me. I don't know why they said that. But, oh, the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. 
do like parents like let you skip school if you're sick? Depends how sick. <laughs> yes, heavily depends. Well, when COVID started, I was like, I don't want to wake up. I was like talking more about like your childhood, like when you yeah. were younger. Perfect attendance, guys. Yeah, I, oh, that was, that was something that I, I would strive for. My parents didn't care that much about perfect, perfect attendance. They like if you weren't feeling good, if you were weren't feeling, if we were having a good day, they wouldn't mind if I skipped. But they did have a trouble with me not wanting to go to school. Yeah. So I, what? Okay, this is a story I have to tell. They they tell this to everyone, so it's okay. When I was four, I, I was like, I was going to I started going to school, and then one of my dad's friends told me, oh, if you don't go to school, your dad will give you a bunch of gifts. Like, a bunch of toys, you know? So, me, like, a dumb four-year-old was, like, next day was, like, you know what? I don't want to go to school. I don't want to. Because, you know, so an adult told me. I was a four. I was, like, just turned four. So, I was, like, you know, an adult told me I don't. if I don't go to school, my parents would get me toys because I'm at home. So, I would need more toys to keep me, to keep up, I mean, to spend time, right? So, I told my parents adamantly I don't want to go to school. Oh, my. I got the worst beating I ever had <laughs> as a kid. That morning was crazy because to them, right? It is okay to not go to school if you're sick, if you're not feeling well. But if you refuse to go to school, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They stripped me down and beat me. I, was, I still remember it like it's yesterday. And it's been how many years? It's been 16 years, and I still remember this day. Bro, you got set up. That was crazy. <laughs> Yo, that woman shut me up. And they joke about it. Like, seriously, like, the funny thing is my parents joke about it as if it's not their fault. They're like, ha, ha, ha. I remember my friend who told you you didn't want to go to school. You got beat. And I'm like, you should have maybe assess the situation and said, I wonder why he doesn't want to go to school now. Because <laughs> I used to be happy to go to school. Why would I not want to go to school? So, yeah, I got set up, and they laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> On that topic, I don't want to be the only one who shared a beating story. I, I, we're all Asian, right? We've all been beat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's tell one memorable Ooh. story so I don't feel bad. Uh, well, my parents preference um, usually hangers so I don't I honestly don't remember like a few times I got hit but I think I accident my dad like his foot was in a drawer what I, I think it was really close to the drawer like it was hanging off the um, bed or something and then I just like slammed it oh. <laughs> okay and oh. then, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you deserve that <laughs> <laughs> I got beat and the hanger broke <laughs> I think you kind of deserve that one. Okay, maybe not until the hanger broke, but you definitely deserve the beating for that. <laughs> now, yeah. for me, I don't know what it is, but like, I would get beat for crying. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, I remember my parents would be like, like, why are you crying? Like, I'll give you something to cry about. And then they threaten me with the belt. <laughs> oh, oh um, I still remember the day when uh, my parents made the switch from uh, this, like, Thing. They called it a chule. They made the transition oh, in that moment to close hanging because it was like, this is not hurting him enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Jason, you don't understand. The chule is a tool that every Fujianese kid is scared of. This this tool, dude, my grandparents bought them and sent them to America for my parents. <laughs> they used to come in bundles, like in yes. those like, uh, airline bags? I know. No, no, and not just that. It, it, they tie it together, right? And like nice and tight. It's like a it's like a bundle. You know, when you go out to buy like firewood, right? For like campfire. Yeah. It's imagine getting beat with a bundle of campfire with like wood fire. <laughs> oh my God. It was crazy. Yeah, I saw my cousins getting beat 
with that in China, but like here you can't really get it. So my parents just use either hangers or flip flops. They sell that on the streets. Like it's a, it's a common it's a commodity. They sell on the streets. Right, Matthew, you go like, look. You you go down on like Main Street, right? And then there's a store like oh, tools to beat your kids with. <laughs> the tree branch. Ooh, this branch looks pretty fine. I think I'm gonna choose this See, one. The crazy thing is, my dad. He you know most Fujianese parents would take a would take a small part of the bundle out and beat the kid with it. My dad took the whole bundle. He turned he turned a bunch of like small little like uh loose branches into like a lead pipe type of vibe. Oh my god. Bro, that thing hurt like crazy. And he has he was strong as hell. Like this man had huge arms. He was he was like a he was like a weightlifter for a very long time. Oh my god. So he when he hit you with that thing, he was not fucking around. <laughs> I still have I still still vividly remember when it hit you, right? It stings because the branches had these little little stubs on them, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it would leave so many so every time you get hit, it wouldn't leave one mark, it'd leave multiple stingy marks. The marks look pretty cool though. Look at that. <laughs> The, the crazy yeah. part, they'll tell you, like, yo, if you don't stop crying, I'll put salt on them. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> not the salt. They never, they threatened them. They never did it. Yeah. I think I was sorry enough to, like, let's not deal with that one. I feel like I got beaten more um, than my little brother. Like, they probably realized beating wasn't a good idea. I was like, no, beat him more. You <laughs> <laughs> need to get beat. No, I, my brother got beat more than me. But that's a whole other issue. I just have, I just remember my beatings very well. I I personally don't have like any memory, like any vivid memory. I think no, no. (laughs) Nah, they beat her so hard that she remembers her pressing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, like not any vivid memory of it Mm -hmm. happening, but I remember like I was traumatized by it. Like I I had like a nightmare where um I was like at my house and then like my parents are chasing me with like a hanger (laughs) i was literally running around in circles around the house i'm like no no i don't want to get hit it's just like he's just chasing me and i'm like i woke up and i was like crying i was like no (laughs) i thought this was kind of funny this is why we're (laughs) this this is what asian kids go through i mean you can talk about when they stopped i mean for me my parents stopped when they realized like i started laughing at it like, <laughs> I, I don't quite know how to explain it but like it's just when they hit me like when you laugh like your parents notice and they start they either get ticked off or they start getting like confused <laughs> like this kid should be crying but he's like sort of enjoying it <laughs> <laughs> I at one point, you just become numb to it, and you're just like, it's just a part of life. I mean, sometimes just, it's just funny when yeah. they get mad, because yeah. it's, like, it's like, the reason why they get mad is so ridiculous. Because it's always the smallest thing, and then like, because like, you always don't expect them to get mad when they get mad. So you're still kind of objective, and they're like angry, right? So you're kind of just like, that is hilarious. They got mad at like the dumbest thing ever. They'd be like, oh, I didn't put the lid on something like tight enough, and it fell. And then they're super mad, at, they're ready to beat you, and you're like, it's just a small thing. Like, you don't have to get that mad at me for that. What about like breaking plates? No, they doing were... dishes and then you drop a plate and then they get mad. They and then when they drop a plate, they're like, "Oh, it's okay." I was. My parents were very okay <laughs> with accidents, generally speaking. They're like, you know what, accidents happen. Because I think they got beat for accidents, so they won't beat me for accidents. But they'll beat me for things no, like, that they didn't experience. No, like they don't beat you, but they kind of like verbally say like, "Oh, why'd you drop it? Like, you have to be more careful or something like that." Like, aggressively, though. Oh, they did that when I was, like, a very little kid. Be- I mean, at least for me, they did that when I was really young to enforce, like, you got to be careful around, like, 
porcelain or like chi- fine oh. china. But when I got older, they're like you know accidents happen. Like you you know that it's not like you did on purpose. It's just accidents. Like yeah. I remember once my mom like finished cooking this whole vegetable dish and I was carrying it to the table and the whole thing just dropped to the floor. Oh, it was no. in a dish. As oh soon as it God. dropped into the floor, I ran into my room. <laughs> 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 the door. I would have beat you for that one. I would have beat you for running into into your room. Oh fuck. I am a child of my parents because I just said that. <laughs> no, they, they wouldn't. They they wouldn't be mad at you for running away. They, they they wouldn't be mad at you for what you for the accident. Be mad at you for running away from it. Yeah. That's some crazy trauma. You know what? Let's take a five minute break. Welcome back. That was a very long five minute break. That was actually like thirty minutes long. How was it talking to Serena, everyone? I think it was really fun. I love you, Serena. You're a great community chair. That's pretty awesome. Now, earlier Uh we were talking about beatings. You know, we've all been beat. But I want to propose a question. When did the beating stop? Or did it ever stop? Because for me, they stopped beating me when I was 12 or 13. My dad came to me and said, Tony, you're too old to be beaten now. If I still beat you, it would be an embarrassment to me. Not not to me, but to him if he kept beating me. Because that means he didn't raise a good enough child. So he stopped beating me, but he yelled at me. But, like, what is the friend one? When did the beating stop? Wait, wait, wait. So he just straight up had, like, almost like a talk with you? He was yeah. just like, hey, listen, Tony. Bro, I can't beat. <laughs> My father did not give me the birds and the beast talk, but he gave me the talk about why he stopped beating me. <laughs> I don't know like it kind of just stopped because it was never really like a, a point where I remember but yeah. the thing that did continue was like the sibling fighting oh, see I, I had two older brothers so like mm-hmm. me and my siblings we always fight so we'd beat each other most of the well sometimes sometimes a close hanger came out on each other <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it takes a little bit of hatred and then you know we go at it but now everything's died down God, I freaking love you so much. That's why I'm punching you. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> what about you, Jason? Oh. I mean, uh, oh, yeah, you talked about it earlier, yeah, he right? He still we gets talked about it earlier. But, um, <laughs> he started finding it funny. Being the youngest uh, in your family, um, you, obviously, you're going to get picked on. It is what it is, you know, <laughs> but... Uh, I just, I just got too big. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if I was your dad, I wouldn't beat you either, Jason. <laughs> Bro, if you're afraid of getting beat, <laughs> yeah. Imagine just revolting his dad gets beat. <laughs> yeah. My dad is, he is big. Okay, like, I, I can relate to that like one. His, his stomach is big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. That's a different one. But he's, but he's big. He's got big calves. You know, something about like that strength. You know, like no matter how like, no matter if if you're a dad, you gain like this ability to just like. Multiple, multiply yes. your strength in the moment of need, you know? Yeah. What I about think, you, Mandy? I think I got, like, well, I think it stopped around when I, like, probably latest entered middle school. Because, like, when I entered middle school, um, I went to this, like, I didn't really go to a zone school. I went to this test school that you had to test um, to get into. Yeah. So, like, all the other kids were all, you know, um, I'm a good child. I followed the rules, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just learned to do that. Cool. Yeah. So you got, uh, I would say, indoctrinated. Yeah, I got yes. indoctrinated. Oh. <laughs> what a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. Okay, um, if 
for me, it's a little bit different from you guys. I feel like since my the my youngest sister was born, like my parents have gradually become more whitewashed. So we start celebrating holidays like Christmas, um, and like actually like you know family bonding time, <gasps> sitting together to watch movies. What I know, <laughs> it's not like, even a holiday. Sitting together to watch a movie. Yeah, that, like whoa. No, I was just like no. But the thing is, like since I went to college and my older sister went to college, we stopped doing that. But like we had the like the time like after my youngest sister was born that like my parents became more nicer and she gentle. didn't stop. They didn't like they. they us. Wait, that's okay. Your parents said gamer <laughs> words. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> Don't worry. Alright, so we were blessed by the bells of Binghamton. 4 p.m. So we had to c- cut that out. But what were you on again? What? I think it was me. I was oh. talking. Yeah. Um Damn. What was I talking about? <laughs> oh, when we when we when we stopped getting beat. Oh, oh. Okay, so um case. Okay. Um so after after my youngest sister was born, we started um spending more time together, celebrating holidays, Christmas, gifts. Woo. That's um, crazy. <laughs> and it's like it's like funny because I think for Christmas recently, um like all my sisters and I, we all pitch in and we bought like a Roomba for my mom. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. A Roomba. Yeah. Really and then um, I bought like, I felt really bad. We like, we all pitched in for my dad's birthday too. Mm-hmm. And we bought him a new iPhone. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just like the older we get, the more money we can spend on kids. It's like moving up a social class. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like um, also like we became more whitewashed as well. And then we wanted to do do more like gifting, showing more love and stuff like that. So I feel like things like beating doesn't happen anymore because we're a little bit older. But um, there's still a little bit of like verbal discipline where if we do something wrong, they're just like a little upset. But I think it's it's family. It's family. You know what they say, oh, half is die hard. (laughs) Um, That reminds me of my family. Kind of, it was one. There was a 180 almost. So uh-huh. it used to be like our parents abusing us, and now we're kind of abusing our parents. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not what, physically, what but like financially. It's really funny to see my mom pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's just the way she gets like mad at you and like she snarls at you a little bit. It's, it's kind of funny. It's like how dramatically mad they could get. And when she when she realizes like we're laughing at her, she gets even more mad, and it's even more funny. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you really find the joys of life. Do you guys celebrate any holidays with your family? Yeah, Lunar New Year. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, I, my family also celebrates a. Uh, what what is it? Uh, not the lunar New Year. It's something close to that where we eat the little uh, uh-huh. rice. We, we eat the little like rice balls uh, with the sweet filling. I don't know what it's the tangyun. Oh, tang, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember though. Like what this called? I think that's it. We're like oh zongchil day. I think maybe something like that. Tiananmen Square anniversary. Well, not that one. Not that one. So it's like little dumplings. Yeah. 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 
I remember. Like, I go to my like parents, uh, my grandparents' house, and then like my grandparents and my mom and like all my other aunts, they all like in the kitchen and all like cooking it, and then it's just like they'll be like, okay, it's ready, and then everyone just comes and just like, I want the sweet one, I want the the salty one. Like, I don't know if you guys know, right? Yeah. You guys separate it in sweet and salty? Yes, we do. We separate yeah. sweet and salty. Oh, that makes me miss home because I really want some. <laughs> I really want some now, too. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any, like, holidays where you celebrate like that? I mean, not, like, specifically the same food. I know, just not, like, not really, like, not big, really, on, like, holidays. Lunar I, New Year, right? <laughs> 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 Gotta get that bread. Honestly. You guys should. <laughs> Everyone should celebrate Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. Honestly, yeah, Lunar New Year as a whole cultural thing it seems so interesting. It seems like one of the most involved mm-hmm. holidays. Imagine, at least for Asian culture. Imagine mm-hmm. states exchange, but imagine it's a whole country. <laughs> I, know. I went back, um, this was a few years ago, but I went back to mainland China for um, Lunar New Year. And, dude, motherfuckers which on the streets shoot each other with like fireworks and shit. Yeah. It was oh my God. cool, awesome. And dangerous looking. Yo, the fire, <laughs> they, they hang firecrackers everywhere and it's going, bah, 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 and it's yeah. like, at, it could be like 8 a.m. in the morning. It's going off already. It's crazy. Yeah, every for a whole month, people were like eating in a festive spirit. It was great. But I heard like Chinese New Year, or like, I guess Lunar New Year, is kind of dying down, at least in mainland China. It's not as popular as it used to be. Like people will buy, will buy takeout now for the meals rather than cook everything themselves. So, like, people are, like, the family aspect is kind of dying a little bit. I was in the countryside, so. Oh, so countryside was, is definitely different. It was, but it's in the city in the city side. Like, my uncle's side of the family, they're, like, uh, like, my mom's side of the family that's still in mainland China, they're, like, it's still weird. We are considered one of the more closer ones, but a lot of, like, friends' families are no longer as close, which Lunar New Year. No. It just has become, like, tradition. That's why we celebrate it, but not because we just want to gather as family. No. Which is kind of sad, I guess. What's your um, favorite food in Lunar New Year? What's your favorite food? Well, what about like a cultural food for you that you like okay for a holiday? Like rice. <laughs> <laughs> rice is the most important just food in general. But. No, yeah, rice is important. I like. There's a reason why it's a staple. Yes. It is probably the best staple. You can have rice with every meal. Exactly. I eat rice every meal, and my roommate's like, how do you do that? Well, how do you eat pasta every meal? How do you eat bread exactly. every meal? They're like, how do, you, how do you get fat? Like, how do you not get fat eating just rice? I'm like, well, how do you not get fat eating bread? <laughs> bread is really just a different form of your carbs. <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest, it's much easier to control my portions with rice than, you know, a loaf of bread. Like, white bread, tons of sugar in it. White rice? I control how much sugar I put in it. I feel like um, Wonder people bread? who don't usually eat white rice kind of like look at white rice as oh my god I'm gonna get fat, but and then order brown rice in restaurants. <laughs> but at the same time, like you're eating pasta every single day, so yeah, that is stop talking. Me. Stop talking. Pasta is insane. Have you looked at the nutrition facts? Before? Oh, it's crazy. Oh I've had god. pasta like three meals in a row. <laughs> 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 like, what if you get pasta with like veggies though? It's, it's, still it's the pasta it's itself. The pasta. Because the ratio, like pasta, like, it's you have when you have white rice, you have a lot of side dishes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then pasta, it's mostly pasta, like ninety percent pasta, and then the rest, you only have like some spinach that shrank. You know? Like when I Shrink. eat pasta, I'm planning to to skip the next meal. So like one meal oh. of pasta is also meant for two meals. Of, mm-hmm. So I don't like I have uh, pasta this morning because I'm not gonna have lunch, but I will have dinner. 
But okay, you got be. donuts for lunch. That's mm-hmm. very true. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I eat anything and everything. Honestly, it's, it's interesting too because like two of my housemates are Chinese, right? So they kind of influenced my cooking in a way too. So like now, every time they cook something, I'm like always up in their face like, Ooh, what, are you, what you making? <laughs> <laughs> Bro's dousing soy sauce and oyster sauce in. Like, can you teach me how to make that? Are they good cooks, though? Well, one of them cooks. The other one just eats. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also join him. Be the other person that eats, too. Exactly. Chinese cuisine is really interesting to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. I guess a New Year's dish I really like, I do like, is the steamed fish. The steamed fish, mm-hmm. where, you know, when they cook out the oil on top, and then there's the leeks all over it. It's so simple, but it just, every time I eat it, it just reminds me, like, oh, this is, like, home. This is New Year's. I mean, they don't just cook it for New Year's, but when I do eat it, it just makes me feel really nice. Um, fuck. You guys know this watercress, man? It's the best thing. Watercress is fire. And, um, man, hot pot. I could have it every year. Dude, me too. My family does hot pot every year. It's so good. I had hot pot for the first time, like, last semester. Mm. And honestly, it is one of the better things. Better food items. It's such a nice experience, too. It really is. Do you guys, like, does your family use um, soup bases when you do hot pot? No. Yes. My family starts with a blank. Bland. Bland. Uh, we I use, like, can't big do bones, that. whatever. We build it up. Mm. Like, oh. No, like, don't they Don't they add, like, like lettuce or, like, a specific, like, tofu stuff put oh, in there? Yeah, and we, then started make it. we started with something. It's like, we started with it's something. It's not like a soup base. It's just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you build your own broth. Yeah, 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 that you thing. You build your own broth, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like when you put like meat in it and then it just it's turns yeah, into... It just flavors it. Just yeah. In the last couple flavor. years, my family has started using soup broths more, but I still prefer it just bland and build up the flavor. I don't mm. know, that's just me though. That's my I, dad. He would not let us put in soup bases, but I can't eat it without soup bases. It's just well, so bland. You're a loser. I tried, I tried both, and honestly, like, both ways are perfectly fine to me. Yeah, both ways are fine. You know, what I really like though is because I really like cilantro. I saw this do cilantro and uh-huh. soy, I mix the soy sauce together, right? It makes such a, like, a nice, delicate, like, cilantro soy sauce. That's why I like the bland flavor. Because you start off with using a lot of cilantro and soy sauce for, like, the fish balls, for, like, mm. all the stuff. And then, eventually, you get to the point where everything just tasting even better. With It's the build-up. Hot pot is about the build-up. Mm. That's my opinion. And the sweat. <laughs> oh, what the, what's your guys' like, opinion on Szechuan, like, pepper flakes? Like, do you like the feeling? Or no. I, I don't really necessarily like it when it numbs me, but... I do admit it tastes fire. It, yeah, like honestly, it, it's a it's a good kind of painful. Like, yeah, it's not painful. Let me let me reword it's just that. It's, it's a good feeling. It's a good. <laughs> it, makes, it's, it warms you up inside, you know. It really does. It's like what the fuck, mate. That's, <laughs> that's what we need in the winter. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. Just crunch on peppercorns. <laughs> okay, you gotta be fucking crazy to do that one. I can't. I have no spice tolerance. Like, ever since coming to Binghamton and not eating Asian food frequently, my spice tolerance has dropped to a point where sriracha is so goddamn spicy. What about kimchi? Kimchi is okay, but, like, has to be mild. I do love kimchi. I oh. survived on kimchi for, like, two months. Huh? I survived on kimchi the first two months of school. You want to make kimchi? I don't want to. I don't feel like making Ooh, it. Ooh, activity. Like a, yeah, we have, like, the, the jars. Oh yeah, <laughs> just yeah. pack it full of lettuce. Yeah, yeah, those jars would be great too. Cause if you want to make kimchi fried rice, right, you can just open a drain and then the sauce will come out. So you can pour it on your fried rice. Yeah, I've had thinking... kimchi ramen. Oh yes, yes, kimchi ramen. Kimchi ramen is actually like really good. I don't know what it is about that broth, but it just tastes so nice. Oh, you guys know that Costco sells uh, char siu. 
which they, they sell, you know, the pork belly for ramen? They sell them in like a whole pack that's frozen, right? So when, we, so when you want it, all you do is cut us two slices out, you sear it on a pan and put it on top of your ramen. Ooh, it it, it, it makes your shin ramen look like gourmet ramen in front of shop. I'm just saying. And then you fry a little oh, egg wait, on top. Oh, wait, I'm curious about, like, you live in Albany, right? Yeah. So, like, I know where I live because there's a lot of Asians. So, I'm, like, recently Costco's introducing more and more Asian snacks and food. Yeah. Um, because of the demographic. But, like, how are the Costco's up in Albany? Oh, there's no Costco in Albany. Oh. There is not. It, one I'm is so com- sorry. There is a Costco coming in 2023 or 2024. But we usually do wholesale, do like uh, BJ's or Sam's Club. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. like it's like how there's no Walmart in New York City. Yeah. For some oh, reason. Albany so has sad. the world's biggest Walmart. I'm jealous. That's one thing we don't need. <laughs> it, is, it is two floors. It is gigantic. It's pretty. It's pretty sick. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's an interesting experience because you walk in like, man, this is America. <laughs> <laughs> it really is that American experience when you go to that uh, Walmart. You see people of all shapes and sizes, and I mean <laughs> shapes literally. <laughs> Not sizes. You see people in all types of shapes. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, sometimes I see some people at Walmart. I'm like, bro, are you really from Earth? It's crazy. <laughs> oh, that man's an alien species. <laughs> hey, listen to this thing that you on the board. <laughs> <laughs> I think I experienced, like, my first... Um, racist encounter in walmart so now it's just kind of like let the bats taste stain, like taste yeah. in my mouth so well but i always prefer wegmans to these so yeah, wegmans honestly at least in binghamton the superior grocery store exactly if i experience racism i just laugh at them if <laughs> 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 it takes them off good <laughs> i just laugh more <laughs> that's kind of toxic but that word, that's effective, though. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be angry, but you're laughing, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of like, with their head almost. Mm-hmm. I feel like racism is like one of those things where when you when you hear stories, you're like, oh, I could have done this in this situation, or like, I could have, you know, responded better um, than you did. But then like, when you actually experience it, experience it it's just so, like, you, ju- you just, you, wait, you just like feel like a deer in headlights. Shock? Yeah. Yeah. Shock. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of like deli- um, that kind of just like delays your response time. Yeah. What about like your childhood? Have you guys ever like experienced racism? Are your parents very conservative? Oh, I was too dumb to notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like growing up, it was probably just like I just didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some like encounters have happened, but I. I was too dumb, like, I did, ignorant, just did not know. Yeah, I mean, growing up, there's a lot of occurrences of racism that I didn't notice until I grew up and then learned what it was. And it was like, to my parents, it's just, well, I mean, to me, before I learned, and to my parents, that's just, you're in another person's country. Like, to my parents, like, we're in another person's country. We follow their rules. They're going to be racist towards us. Because if it was the opposite, if they were in our country, then that would be different one. Like, if they were in China, right? Chinese people would be racist against them. But to them, they're... Why go <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to, like, buy low. <laughs> no, like, to them, we're just following rules. I just... That's what life is going to be. And they just have, they just accepted it. So, growing up, I thought that was normal. And you learn about it. You're like, no, I don't want that. I'm going to be different. We want to do something. We want to change that. 
I really didn't experience that much in New York City because I live in Elmhurst. I used to live in Elmhurst, which is like one of the most diverse places on the oh, planet. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, we have Flushing. Actually, no, that's a lie. Flushing does. I mean, you guys live near the entrance. Elmhurst is really close. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's farther from Manhattan to Flushing. So. Oh, wait. But I do remember when I was in kindergarten, I used to live in Florida. And mm. there's this one incident where this um, white girl, she scratched my neck so bad that it was bleeding, but I didn't know how to speak English, so I couldn't complain. So <laughs> I, like when I got off the bus, I was just crying to my parents and pointing at my neck and then pointing to your girl on the bus. I was driving away. Oh my God. <laughs> Good times. Did you ever confront her about it? No. Like, fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, listen up. We're gonna teach you a few words. <laughs> you know, we talked a lot about we talked a lot about you know bad memories, you know beatings, racism. But no, I they're, they're all pretty good memories. To me. <laughs> I mean, I I think, enjoyed yeah. it. it's character development. It's character development. But let's talk about some good memories we had as kids. I hope we have some good memories. Oh, breaking my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe not necessarily a good memory, but what do you think, what's something that you think in your childhood that made you as a person, maybe? Like a character-defining moment. It doesn't have to necessarily be a moment, but like something in your childhood that felt that you feel like it defined you. Or uh, something that sticks with you. I do think that like discipline was a good thing because like, if you look just in today's society, you can tell the difference between people who are disciplined and not. Yes. Like there's, there's yeah. a big difference on how like certain people act yes. in society. Mm-hmm. Like you can just look at someone and be like, hmm, they weren't beat as a child. <laughs> <laughs> their parents definitely did not lay their hands on them. <laughs> I'll beat your child for you. <laughs> there should be a service for that. Really? There, there should be a service for that. Yeah. Beat my kids for me. Oh, I'm sorry, new club guys. <laughs> I think like one of the biggest things to do with that too is like entitlement. Like a lot of people will feel like they deserve something. It's like growing up, I feel like I have to earn everything yeah. in a way. Like that's how I was taught. It's like you work for what you want. Yeah, entitlement is pretty gross. I feel like my parents um, were like tiger. Like my mom was like a tiger mom. Oh, um, she would make us do workbooks and everything. But at the same time, it made me like kind of really hate doing that. But like it also sort of like prepared me to do better in class. Oh, like you know? prep schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like at like Sundays, like Saturday school. I Chinese think I appreciate school. my parents for pressuring me to do school. Like, mm. no, them beating me when I didn't want to go to school. Like, I think they had a good, maybe they didn't even beat me, but I think they had a good balance of, like, I want you to go to school and appreciate education, and it mm. is okay if you want to skip because you're not having a good day. You're, it's, you need a mental health day or you're sick. Like, obviously take those days off, but they just want me to value education and knowledge in general, which I mm. really do appreciate that. Because at this day, I still value education over most things in my life. Mm-hmm. Have your like parents ever like take you on trips? Any memorable trips? Oh. I remember taking one to the zoo or like the botanical garden. <laughs> botanical garden sounds like a, such a cute family idea, though. Yeah, it's it's like it's like really nice, especially when it's during the spring. And then they have it like on sale, like for like people to come in, and then it's cherry blossoms. Were they, were they the place where um they were like? You could, you could get like honey and stuff, um, like the gift shop. I think so. Isn't that like I, I've never picky? went to the gift shop. No, no, it was at a, oh. it was at like a garden, and they're like, "Oh, we have freaking honey." And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's an upstate activity where you go apple picking, and then you go to like the farm shop nearby to buy honey. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Cool experience. 
for me, my family um, had like a uh, my family has like a I guess my mom's side has like a kind of like a family house in um, Connecticut. Okay. So like every summer we would go. We don't have the house anymore, sadly. They they moved down to New York City. I don't know why, but um, yeah. So we go there every like summer, and then we do like apple picking. We do um, shopping, and it's just like a whole family trip and stuff. It's like my whole year of new clothes. I get the <laughs> get it from. Nice. Yeah, but it's just like summer family bonding stuff. You guys go anywhere in the summer? I mean, there's some summers where like on my dad's side of the family would go on a cruise. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that happened for like four years or about, give or take. Mm. It was it was a good experience, but then you realize like cruises are kind of the same thing. You know, you're on the water for a few days. <laughs> you stop. The only problem I have with cruises is that like you only stop at the places for like a day, uh-huh. so there's not really much you can do in a day. I think I much prefer like traveling to a specific country mm. and staying for a while. Oh, whoops! I dropped something. That kind of reminds me of, like, I, I went on a trip when I was, like, super young. It was, like, I don't know where it was, too, but we were on a bus. And something I remember very vividly was that at the very end, they did, like, some sort of, like, they did some sort of, like, prize draw or something. Where it's, like, oh, you know, we'll draw, a, like, a ticket number. And it's, like, kind of, like, what they do in, um like, events right now. Like, it's just, like, random draw. And then I won one, and I took... The biggest thing there. <laughs> I was a kid. It was funny because like we were with, with like older people and like you know like they're like just doing like the honeymoon trip or whatever. Not honeymoon, but like you know like old people. Like retirement. Like yeah. retirement trips. Yeah, that's what that's what I was talking about. And then it was just like me. I was a little kid. And I was like, I won. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Losers. I got it. Yeah. So um. That was pretty fun. I just remember that. And then it was like a stereo or something. And I have not used it. It was like an MP3. Like That's crazy. And MP3 players. Yeah. That's, really, that's how old that is. Yeah, it's like, it's so old. <laughs> to the old people on the boat, they were like, what is this new technology? <laughs> it's modern tech. <laughs> what about you, Jason? Trips? Uh, I not really go to trips anymore or anything. Same here. Yeah, mine too. Oh. Um, I didn't, okay. even, I didn't even know what vacations were until I was older. <laughs> no, I genuinely did not know what a vacation was. What's, what about summer vacation? No school. What do you What do you do during the summer? I played video games at home. And okay. watched. <laughs> my parents didn't even go to the beach. We went maybe once, and that's it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. My parents always tell me, like, they feel so bad they couldn't take me anywhere. And I'm like, you know, you guys could have. You just chose not to. Yeah. <laughs> was like, it's because we had the restaurant, and you can't close for a weekend? Like... You made the, I, I get that money was a thing, but like you made the choice to do that, you know. Maybe I'm just selfish. Oh. But I'm, I do remember like going to other boroughs in the city and thinking, I'm in another fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Queens. <laughs> it never dawned on me. I go to the Bronx. I'm in a ghetto. <laughs> oh. oh my god. All the buildings look different. Whoa. Ashley, my cousin, right? Uh, I, I was like, I, was, I joke with him. Yo, the Bronx don't get him. And he's like, bro, you, you Schenectady, which is like a town in uh, Albany, right? They're like, that's even, that looks more ghetto than <laughs> the Bronx. And I'm like, oh, shit. What about first experience in Times Square? Like, Oh, I ever? had a heart attack. Oh, what happened? I'm kidding. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. At first, I was like, oh, he's joking. And then the silence, like, oh, wait, it's real. <laughs> I didn't know I was in Times Square when I went to Times Square. I was just like, oh, that's a really busy place. Oh, lights. Yeah, me too. I was just like, oh. Why is this so dramatic? Yeah. That's where the balls drop. <laughs> <laughs> I had a better time in Soho in K Town. Well, K Town's yeah. not really K Town. Oh. K Town is. I went there um, last break and wow, it was raining and people were still packing the streets. Like, yeah. the clubs were booming and uh, people were wasted on the street. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I love Korean barbecue. It is. I, it is I went really to Junro last time. Oh my god, so good. Wait, is it the Junro hot dog? Oh, they no. they also have a barbecue place, but they yeah. recently opened this like um, mochi hot dog thing. The hot dog is so good. Like I don't even like hot dogs, but it was so good. I have to go there every single time. Well, I need to go next time. Junro is just so good. I've... It is, it is. I was there also. It's so good. And the portions for the price is actually pretty good. Yeah. I went to like another one that charged more and like the portion was so small in comparison. I was like, damn. Oh, the sun tofu is so good there. <sighs> the su- love sun tofu. Uh-huh. Jason. I'm deceased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it? is it time to wrap it up? Well, before we wrap it up, I guess. We, we did not ask any Reddit questions like we planned, but uh, I think we uh, did a pretty good job uh, talking about other things. I think I got to know each other better because, you know, your hobbies, what you're doing right now, those things will change. But what you experienced in the past really shapes you and molds you. So I feel like I got to know all of you better. Wow. Yeah, same. Speech writer. Good job, Louis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) 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 All right. right. Thanks for coming to the Sayscast. See you at the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care.